transmitting to you from Old Heart Radio. This is another episode of Coffee and Contemplation, perhaps your least favorite podcast. I'm your host, Old Heart, a.k.a. Jared, a.k.a. Call Me Whatever the Fuck You Want, because I don't really care. I am me, you are you, and we are here together trying to ripen up our coconuts as best we can, because that's what we do on this stupid podcast. We try to understand things we may not understand or didn't know the day before, most of the time. Sometimes we just follow up on information that may have already been there. Either way, uh, like I said, we're here now. (laughs) So, you know, buckle up, baby. Um, Today, I want to talk about the riveting subject. Yes, you guessed it. (laughs) Yo-yos. I just thought it would be the funniest fucking thing to do a podcast about yo-yos. I don't really know why. It just was some of those one of those things that just popped into my mind as soon as I sat down to record something. So here we are. Uh, maybe it's because shout outs to uh, Berta Savage, you know, my old coworker slash homie. Um, she gave me a Duncan yo-yo uh, for covering a shift once. And it's sitting on my desk and I looked at it and, you know, with the classic, the Duncan, you know, uh, logo and it's just still in this package. I haven't even busted out. So it's the Duncan butterfly. Uh, so shouts out to that. Um, but I think that must be what, what inspired this podcast. So shouts out to Berta. Hope you're doing fucking well, homie. Uh, you know. Thanks for uh, the inspiration, I guess. Um, so here we are, uh, the yo-yo. The yo-yo is uh, something we all know. If you don't know what a yo-yo is, what a yo-yo yo yo did I say that too many times? Uh, if you don't know what a yo-yo yo is, <laughs> then you probably should just use the internet for looking that up instead of listening to this podcast. Because you gotta start, you know, baseline somewhere. Uh, excuse me. Uh, so anyway, you could just do what I do though, and you could just Wikipedia everything, because Wikipedia is just what a wonder, just a wonderful source of incriminating knowledge. Um, so the yo-yo. Uh, let's see. I think the yo-yo was first depicted. Oh my God! It was a, a Greek face painting from 440 BC. Shows a boy playing with a yo-yo or something like a yo-yo. Greek records from that period describe toys made out of wood, metal, and painted terracotta, aka fired clay. So chances are this weird little boy was playing with a fucking yo-yo made out of probably wood, I'd say. It was probably wood and a piece of string, rope, whatever. Uh, The first yo-yo company was... uh, started somewhere in the 1920s, I believe. Uh, But let's see. In 1928, Pedro Flores, a Filipino immigrant into the United States, opened the Yo-Yo Manufacturing Company in Santa Barbara. So 1928. Uh, The business started with a dozen handmade toys, 
probably some yo-yo like things um and kind of went from there uh shortly thereafter an entrepreneur named donald f duncan recognized the potential of this the weird fad that flores had stumbled and the yo-yo company had stumbled upon uh and that fad being yo-yos themselves if you don't know what a yo-yo is i don't know how it's it's a like a piece of metal wood uh plastic you know tied to a string with a okay let's just yo-yo designs uh the the string is tied to the an axle using a knot uh with you know what i mean like it's so it's just it's like this thing it's a (laughs) okay the principal distinction between the filipino design popularized by flores and a more primitive yo-yo is the way the yo-yo is strung in order in older excuse me in older yo-yo designs the string is tied to the axle using a knot so see that's what i mean so this so with this technique the yo-yo just goes back and forth uh, and Flores's design which is the thing that Duncan tried to capitalize on later uh, is it's one continuous piece of string doubled the desired length it and it twists around something to produce a loop at one end which is fitted around the axle also termed a looped slip string this seemingly minor modification allows for a far greater variety and sophistication of motion obviously like the yo-yo we all know and love or maybe don't love maybe just know uh probably just know mostly just no um i was never good with yo-yos i have never been good with yo-yos i think i know how to walk the dog isn't that the one where you just you just let it dangle from your finger and then you just drag it across the ground uh, <laughs> um, I remember in uh, my favorite sequel of all time, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze, uh, Michelangelo uses a yo-yo to distract a bunch of thieves at the beginning of the movie, and then he knocks them all out doing it around the world. So I kind of learned that trick from that movie, although I've never had to use it as a defense tool against thieves, but I've never really been placed in a home alone type situation. Uh, if I was, that probably would be a way I would hit the thieves, though I'd find a yo-yo. Ah, shit, shout-outs. Shout-outs to Welsh Berta Savage for the Duncan inspiration. Shout-outs to uh, Evil L Forever. Shout-outs to Yellow Teeth. Shout-outs to Mooner Six. Shout-outs to my co-host Castle Roll. Shout-outs to anybody listening out there. Thanks for listening. I don't know who you are. I don't know where you are. I don't know what you do. I don't know why you spend any modicum of time listening to this podcast but i appreciate that you do you're a wonderful person if you're out there uh kudos to you uh if you are listening go check us out on instagram at old heart radio or on twitter at old heart in space uh or you know don't either way so back to the yo-yo so yo-yos like i like i said i was never good at yo-yos i remember when i was a kid Uh, In elementary school, yo-yos, like, they had people touring. Like, it was a fucking thing. Like, they had people touring around showcasing their yo-yo skills. Like, they would go... (laughs) And I don't know. Like, they all seemed super cool. Like, it was like the American... They were like the American gladiators for elementary school kids. Like, Like, nothing too violent, but, like... Very colorful, very fucking, like, crazy, and, I don't know, like, very low budget. (laughs) Uh, But, like, seriously, like, I remember, like, them, I remember just being wowed by what people could do with fucking yo-yos. It was, I mean, I don't know, kind of a cool thing. Uh... But it, you, you say that with relative, like, time, you gotta say that with, like, today is, it's 2019. 
yo-yos, I guess, when I was a kid seemed like a pretty cool thing. Nowadays, with like everything that we have at our fingertips, maybe not the coolest, but still fucking badass, if you ask me. Like, somebody who can still yo-yo, who can like yo-yo circles around like anybody, is just like, I mean, I don't know. Like, it's pretty fucking cool. And it's way cooler than, uh, I think, learning how to, like, create the dankest meme. Learning how to yo-yo super badass is probably cooler in my book. But maybe that's just my book. Either way, um, I wanted to talk a little bit about, obviously, Duncan Toys Company, because it's, like, the the face of yo-yos for me. Uh, Which, what I was reading seems like, basically seems like, the dude who created Duncan ripped off this Pedro Flores, this Filipino immigrant. Shocker. Uh, dude named Donald rips off Filipino immigrant and his idea. <laughs> Jesus. Um, anyway, so the Duncan Toy Company was founded in 1929 by Donald F. Duncan Sr. and was later purchased by... Oh, later purchased the Flores fucking company. Jesus, uh, just gobbled it up. It's like Disney. Um, Either way, so Duncan created a litany of fucking yo-yos. Duncan Duncan was like, I'm not talking about the donuts. I'm talking about D-U-N-C-A-N. Jesus, I had a hard time with that. I'm talking about Duncan, the fucking yo-yo maker, not Duncan Donuts. Okay, so Duncan made a fuckload of yo-yos. A fuckload of yo-yos. And they all have, like, pretty, like, redonkulous names. Um, I'm just going to list a few. The Imperial. The Imperial is the classic model that that made Duncan yo-yos famous. A fixed asshole... Axle... (laughs) Fixed asshole plastic. (laughs) A fixed axle plastic yo-yo in a traditional silhouette. Available in many colors. The Imperial is the starter yo-yo in the Duncan line. I sound like a fucking salesman. Uh... The Sonic Satellite is one of the first Duncan yo-yos like the Imperial, but this one has a rounder shape and glows in the dark. Featuring glows in the dark. Uh, the Butterfly, which is the one I think I have. The Butterfly is nearly as old as the Imperial, which makes sense. Uh, a fixed axle plastic yo-yo in a butterfly silhouette, available in many colors as well. Oh, that's great to know. Uh, the Bumblebee is a plastic ball bearing transaxle yo-yo with a modified silhouette. The Bumblebee has a take-apart construction and removable end caps. I don't need to get into all this. There's another one called the Dragonfly. There's one called the Speed Beetle. The Speed Beetle is a plastic take-apart yo-yo. Oh, boy. Uh, there's the Pro-Yo, the Pro-Fire, the Pro-Fly. There's the Mosquito, which is an undersized plastic take-apart ball-bearing yo-yo intended by Duncan as a budget, quote-unquote, quote, budget-entry-level ball-bearing yo-yo, although equipped with frick stickers that yo-yo is bullshit uh, <laughs> there's also the flying monkey the throw monkey or the fly the flying squirrel the throw monkey and the flying panda those are all just like the regular yo-yo line they also have a fucking deluxe yo-yo yo-yo line the deluxe models include the freehand zero and the freehand m motherfucking g although i don't think the motherfucking is in there i think that's just the way i speak although it's not actually i it's not always how i speak i told my mom on the phone like not too long ago that i she had to realize that i i only don't curse when i'm talking to her uh, so right now, 
I'm just cursing a lot. And this has nothing to do with the podcast. Anyway, back to yo-yos. There's also like a handful of discontinued models like the Avenger, the Metal Zero. Uh, there's the Screaming Eagle line, the Duncan Elite line with unresponsive yo-yos. The yo-yos are more expensive because they are higher quality, obviously, and produced in smaller batches. So Duncan, I'm pretty sure, was fucking responsible for all those weird like professional yo-yos. The Duncan Professional Yo-Yo was originally introduced in 1971. In 74, it changed shape. Holy shit. There, this is what it was. They had a, they had 1979, they had the Duncan Yo-Yo Olympics. Oh my God. Either way, I can't believe I've just, there's so much you can, you can know about yo-yos. A long, rich history that you probably didn't really know after listening to this podcast. Either way, we covered a little bit of ground. I talked about a lot of Duncan yo-yos, not Duncan donuts. And, you know, we're here at the end of the podcast. Uh, I hope you kind of enjoyed it. I hope you used your brain for good, at least while listening to it. And I hope you go out there and try to do the same. Ripen up your coconut as best you can. And as we are all, are all wondering here at Old Heart Radio, are you keeping your stick on the ice? Because... Keep your stick on the ice.